Ladies and gentlemen, you are in for an emergency broadcast as I try to educate Tom on what a twist ending means. Should we introduce ourselves first? Hello, my name is Tom Stewart. And this is Riley McDonald. Welcome to an extra special mini episode of Hammer Time Horror. Where we try to figure out, and by we, I mean Tom, tries to figure out the basic mechanics of narrative structure. Ladies and gentlemen, please sit down for another episode of Pedant's Court. So in our last episode, we discussed The Plague of the Zombies, a 1966 film. Go back and listen to that episode. There was some good stuff in it. While we were discussing this film, uh, Tom referred to The Plague of the Zombies as having a twist ending, which it does not. Yeah, we thought this would be an interesting discussion to have, not only to show that I am wrong, but to specifically talk about the different definitions of the plot twist. I think we all talk about plot twists when we're talking about movies, specifically horror movies and thrillers, but it never really occurred to me the vastly different definitions that we might all have for what is an extraordinarily common trope. Local man discovers others have different approaches to art. Local man discovers that other people are not simply figments of his own imagination. So, I mean, like, what do you, th how do you define a twist ending, Tom? For me, the broad definition of a plot twist that I refer to when I'm thinking about these things is the idea of a bit of information that is given towards the end of a narrative, I would say in the third act or the, the last reel of a movie, that has been orthogonally alluded to, discussed vaguely, ends up solving a number of things that have remained unexplained in the plot and really overlooked. There is a moment in the third act of the movie in which a number of different plot points convene and some characters go up to a mine that has been long thought to be abandoned and they see it actually working and it is revealed to us that the zombies that Squire Clive Hamilton has been raising from the dead are being used as slave labor to run his tin mine. It has been previously stated that the tin mine could not run because... Uh, the locals were too superstitious to enter the mine. They believed that it was haunted. And so he has to use zombies to do this. To me, that seems a little too broad a definition because it's more that information is provided and then the payoff is deferred until later. That doesn't really seem to me to be a plot twist. All right, so I noticed that you very handily sidestepped the necessity of actually defining what you think of as a twist. What would you call specifically a twist? For me, my more narrow definition of a plot twist is information that when applied to the plot changes the direction of the plot changes the story changes what is going on so for example the paradigmatic example i think that we can all refer to is the sixth sense where you have a story that is about ostensibly about bruce willis helping Haley joel osmond who may or may not be able to communicate with ghosts and then the twist, the thing that changes the direction of the story, is the fact that Bruce Willis, who has assumed throughout this entire movie that he is still living, is in fact among the dead. And we, the viewers, have been following along this story. 
We've implicitly understood Bruce Willis to be alive this whole time. When this piece of information comes, there are clues that are seeded throughout that uh, when you do a second or third watching, or if you're a particularly keen-eyed viewer, uh, you catch on the first time, build up to that moment. But it's it's not just that the things fall into place, but it changes where the story is going to go. Yeah, okay. I understand where you're coming from in that. And I think that that goes back to another perfect example that I would call a twist, but does not fit with my definition at all, which is the famous moment in Psycho, where you've been following this main character, Marion Crane, until about halfway through the movie, she ends up dying off, and we're left to watch the rest of the movie without her as a protagonist. That is a big twist that completely reorients your sense of how the plot is going to continue. It is very much a twist, but that doesn't actually follow any of my definitions. So I, I do agree that there are versions of twists that don't follow my definition at all. To give another example, to spoil another beloved classic movie, we have from the same year, uh, 99 was the year for twists, uh, Fight Club, where we think it's a story of, you know, this, this almost like Gatsby kind of story where you have your narrator, your sort of nebbish narrator connected to a charismatic and destructive figure, Tyler Durden. And then the twist is, of course, that Tyler Durden and the narrator are the same character. Which is exactly the same as Great Gatsby, as I recall. I'm pretty sure that's right. West Egg is East Egg. What a twist. So the point to that is then that you think it's going to be this kind of story, and then it turns out that it's, in fact, a totally different story. That, to me... So the reason why I don't think Plague of the Zombies is a twist is that it doesn't fundamentally change the story at all in my reading i think however in a sort of nuanced way this moment in the plague of the zombies follows both of our definitions specifically it follows mine in the sense that there's been allusions and delayed information as you say regarding this tin mine as we go through. Zombies have been showing up around the tin mine, which is odd because it's abandoned, and we just kind of let it slide because it's supposed to be this kind of scary, abandoned set piece. People have been wondering throughout the movie as to how he gets his money. Uh, that doesn't seem to make any sense. Turns out he's actually manning the tin mine. There's been a number of discussions as to why he has the quote-unquote young bloods, his gang, up there. Turns out he needs them as assistants for his rituals, and to be overseers of his zombies within his mind, so they're just extra help. There's a number of bits of information that get explained by this twist when we find out that it's not just the white zombie romantic plot, it is actually a discussion of labor economics in Britain. But that all seems to me like these are clues, like in any kind of mystery, like any kind of Sherlock Holmes mystery, you're presented with a series of signifiers that you like you're given little bits of information about these things this raka carved into the wall means this or like it's it, that is told to you and people speculate on its meaning somebody says maybe it means rachel and sherlock holmes says no 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 it's german for hate these are all just like little bits of evidence like where is his money coming from why are these weirdos hanging out in his house uh what's going on at the tin mine and then it just all of that comes together. It's just the buildup of a mystery, but it's not a twist to me. Yeah, so I think that there, I would have two responses to that. One, within a mystery, usually those clues are dwelt upon. Sherlock Holmes goes back to Rache over and over again, trying to figure out what it means. And here, when a twist is like this, it's brushed over. 
you don't really pay attention to it until it makes sense. And I think that describes what's going on within this film and the delay of information. At any rate, you were pointing to what is, I agree, of primary importance to a twist, that it alters what your expectations about the story were. You couldn't see this coming. And I think that if we expand it from just what we think of in regards to the narratives to what we think of in regard to the genre it fits into, this actually still works as a twist, specifically because we expect after White Zombie, after these other zombie movies, that it is explicitly a romance plot that he has been targeting these women in order to have a zombie bride. That is what zombie texts have taught us from the beginning. And because of that, I think some of the viewers, certainly I, kind of ignored the fact that he's been killing off men in this town as well because the movie has focused so explicitly on the women. And so when it does reorient our expectations and shows us the zombies as laborers, which they've always been in terms of zombie myths, I think it just hitches slightly our expectations about where the narrative is going to be going. Okay, I can see what you're saying, where you're taking more of a thematic or generic idea of the twist rather than a specifically narrative idea of a twist. Because to me, when you, when you say, like, the audience doesn't see it coming, I think that's a really key point. And to take up, a, to take up another example of a famous twist is The Usual Suspects, where, like, you don't know, like, the only way you can know is basically by guessing. Because when we're given the information at the end of the movie that Verbal has been, is Kaiser Soze and has been making up the story based on things he's seeing in his field of vision on the corkboard behind the police detective on his coffee cup, which is Kobayashi. He has a character in his story who's called Kobayashi. That is stuff that is not told to us until the end. It's not something we can piece together from clues. The other thing I will say in response to your idea of the sort of generic twist is that to go back to White Zombie, which you're saying is the kind of like blueprint for the narrative in The Plague of the Zombies, we are shown zombie laborers. In the beginning of the movie, we see Bela Lugosi's plantation, and there are all these zombie laborers working there, and one famously is walking by one of these turbines and falls into it, and nobody else breaks stride to show like how heartless and... and uh, crazy this thing all is. So, like, to me, ultimately, a twist fundamentally reorganizes what the story is about. And I can see where you're going with this uh, in, in that you think it might be a zombie romance kind of story, but it's really about labor. But to me, ultimately, it doesn't change the story. It's not a surprise that there are zombie laborers. It may not be expected, but it doesn't fundamentally change what the movie is about. Yeah, see, that's very interesting, where it is, for me, it is what is expected and what is not, whether for you it is what is kind of surprise or novel and what is not. And I think that certainly if we look at some of the texts that you've been talking about or that we've been talking about, Psycho, Usual Suspects, Fight Club, these are texts where the twist is novel, but I don't think that necessarily the twist has to be novel. I think that is the mark of a good twist, rather than the mark of a twist. And obviously we're not going to come to a conclusion to this debate at this point, but I think that I'm uncomfortable with the idea of leaving it up to whether the viewer was surprised or not about that twist, because we can always guess this sort of thing. I think for me the twist is simply something that radically reorients what you were expecting of the narrative. And in a way, if that isn't entirely surprising, if you realized almost guiltily that you should have seen it coming the entire way, that 
zombies always have been laborers, but you got distracted by this other plot, that almost makes it a good twist in the sense that it makes perfect sense. You, or in this case, I, just didn't expect it. I guess the thing I would say here is, again, the distinction I'm making is that, yes, anybody can guess something. There, There's a hunch, there's a, there's a kind of, shall we say, atmosphere or, or way of depicting a story that lets you know that not everything is up to snuff. You know there's more than what you're being told, but there's nothing empirically in the movie to suggest it. So I'm going to go back to my example of The Sixth Sense here, because I remember when I first watched that movie and like by the time I picked my jaw up off the floor, uh, along with my parents and my sister, we put on the director's commentary. And on the commentary, M. Night Shyamalan said like, the color red in this movie signifies like a barrier that the ghosts cannot pass. If I'm remembering correctly, it's been a few years, but there's a famous scene where Bruce Willis is trying to open this door and it has a red handle and he's unable to open it. And, and Shyamalan said in his commentary that this motif occurs throughout the film, but nobody, there, there's no rule in the film. No character in the film ever says, but of course ghosts can't pass the color red. Not, of, not until the pathbreaking film Pulse, which explicitly says that. You have a hunch and you can pull together evidence, but diegetically within the film's universe, nobody is aware of these rules. So there's no empiricism within the movie that gives you those clues. If you had those clues, then it would be more like what you're talking about with The Plague of the Zombies, where you're given a bunch of quick references to things, and then they come together at the end. What I'm saying is the twist, people can guess it, for sure. There are very uh, astute people watching movies, people who are familiar with how stories are told, that can guess when a surprise is coming, even if they don't have, even if it's, you know, just a feeling. But there's nothing within the universe to give it away. Or or in the in the cases I'm admittedly cherry-picking. I'm sure there are cases like that, but I think that's the distinction here. We're given the information, and then it comes together at the end. Whereas to me, a twist, not only does it change the way a story is told, but it is also something that ultimately you don't have a diegetic basis for. Right, so in that sense, it's the kind of twist of Citizen Kane with Rosebud, just to really get up on the high horse of movie nerddom. Or, to get really low, Empire Strikes Back, where there's just no way you could see these twists coming. I'm thinking more of, and I think that there is some indications in Fight Club, but also The Others or Prestige, where it is very carefully seeded, this information, all the way through. So that when it does reveal itself, you're right, it is more like a mystery. It's just that through misdirection, you haven't really been paying attention to the clues. And so it's not until you go back and rewatch it that you can actually see how they built this sense up. Okay, I see what you're saying. In that case, maybe you're right. It's just, I would say that this is a particularly irrelevant twist because it doesn't add anything again because the story doesn't fundamentally change even something like the prestige because i guess we've now just gone into spoiling every movie we can possibly think of <laughs> the prestige even yes you're right the information is carefully seeded throughout that movie so that movie i would say changes where it goes from being a movie about sort of dueling magicians and sort of the these ego clashes to an outright science fiction film Whereas, again, this movie, we're told right from the beginning, it's a movie about zombies and zombies rising from the grave. And then it turns out, oh, and they're also being used for laborers. It just, it doesn't change anything about the film. Yeah, no, you're totally right in that sense. So, 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to one of the grad students' favorite pastimes, Penn's Court, where ultimately everyone is a loser. Until we twist again, I'm Riley McDonald. And I'm desperately disappointed in us. Thanks for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.